Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll, trying to keep up. Turn up the AC stage, heating up. Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour. Welcome to the full charge power hour. I'm Matt Fulcheron. Episode 304. You kidding me? 304? Working on our sixth year of this nonsense. Tried to get my girlfriend on the podcast this week and she wouldn't even do it. Uh, So I think I'm running out of bookings. When the woman who loves me says no. JK, she was busy. She had some stuff to do. I can get her. I can get her on the podcast. I don't know if I trust you animals to leave her alone on social media, though. So I have mixed feelings, but she's a good audience. She laughs at my dumb shit. Uh, Pledge on Patreon, $1, Patreon, or more. I mean, or less, whatever. Pledge like 70 cents. That's fine, too, I guess, but... A uh, dollar or more, patreon.com forward slash the full charge keeps us in business. That's actually the only reason I'm still doing the podcast is because I feel like I owe it to the people that have pledged. Um, we need way more pledges if you want a good attitude. But you will get a um, a begrudging podcast from me every week. As a whopping $250 comes in to be divvied up amongst three people. I'm not complaining. I am not complaining. Come see me at the Brea Improv September 20th. Uh, Ukiah, California at Comedy Lanes September 29th. And then Mill Valley October 2nd. That's in, uh, that's in Mill Valley. Throckmorton Theater. And then what else we got? San Francisco Punchline, October 3rd through 6th. Come on. It's going to be a good time. I'm going to tell my jokes. So tired. I haven't slept a wink. I, um, since you last seen me, and if you haven't listened to episode 303, do yourself a favor. Or is it 302? I don't even know. Whatever the last podcast is with Butch Bradley. So awesome. Butch brought the energy that this podcast has never seen before. Just he had this thing, he had this thing in fifth gear. Whereas I like to either keep it in idle or second. Um let's see. I got on a I I ate two meals. See, they give you these food coupons at the Silver Legacy when you work at the Laugh Factory. And I still had three coupons on Monday morning. And so I ate, well, you you don't have to hear everything I ate, but I I went to Cantor's. They got a Cantor's Deli there like they have in LA. And then I went to this place called the Central Cafe, which has killer Chinese food. And then I didn't even use the last coupon. Isn't this exciting? Aren't you glad you know all this shit? My flight didn't leave till 6.30 p.m. uh, West Coast. Flew to Denver, landed there at 9.30 Central, left there 
at 12.45 a.m. Central, landed at LaGuardia, 6.30 a.m. East Coast, then took a cab home, then immediately got on the train and went to Sirius Radio to do Nikki Glaser's show, You Up. All right, now we're into Tuesday. I mean, we're already into Tuesday. From the time you heard me on Butch Bradley, there's a nap. There's a horrible, horrible flight. United, they had the TV stuck on. It took me half the flight to figure out how to turn it off because I didn't think you could turn it off, the TVs, because everybody's TV was on. So I was like, ah, it must be, must be no way to turn it off. You got to push. If you're, ever, if you're ever in this situation... <clears throat> randomly try the buttons on your armrest and just hold them down on united at least the flight i was on it's the bottom lower left hand button you just hit that hold on to it and eventually it'll turn off but i gotta tell you i did not get a good night's sleep on that fucking flight i had the restless leg syndrome does that ever happen to you we just can't stop moving you can't get comfortable your ass is killing you because there's about an eighth of an inch of cushion between you and, like, I guess, wood or metal or whatever the hell. I want to be like Don Draper, sitting there smoking a cigarette on a pile of cushions, being like, so what do you do for a living? Why don't you grow up? Don't you know you're going to have to be mature about this? When we land in Detroit, you're going to have to look alive. That's the madman in a nutshell. Don Draper just smoking cigarettes and telling people they need to grow up. Even though, let's face it, Don has a lot of growing up to do himself. (sighs) Then I went home after I went to Sirius. This is last Tuesday. Slept for a while. Then Louis Katz came over. We We taped a new podcast I'm working on. And then, God, God, God even knows what happened Wednesday and Thursday. I could not tell you. All I know, it's just like a bunch of errands. It's like, my job's just like your job. It's nothing but fucking emails. Emails, emails, emails. I got in this business to go on stage, grab my dick, and sleep until 2 p.m. But everybody's a fucking go-getter now. The rock star days are over. The dog days ain't over. The God days are over. The days of being a God, sleeping in. All that shit. Now you got to wake up early to be a comedian. It's fucking stupid. Took a train to Philly on Friday morning. You know, afternoon, whatever. You say tomato. And uh, how did I get there? Is anyone still listening? Took a train to, uh, to the Amtrak. Penn Station, baby. What's up? I love New York City for the travel. So goddamn easy. I get on a train that is half a block from my apartment and it takes me right to the goddamn gig. You can't beat that, man. I just took a I just took transportation back and forth to LAX this month. Pain in the fucking ass. New York's got three viable airports. LA's got like four, but only one of them. You know, you don't have to remortgage your house to take a flight out of LAX. Burbank, that's another story. Tickets are double. Tickets are triple. You want to fly to Long Beach? You want to fly to Ontario? You got to leave a day early. 
just to sit through LA traffic to get to these fucking monstrosities. <clears throat> Got to Philly, saw my boy Joey Diaz, did the show at Parks Casino. It was a lot of fun, except they have videos of uh, of me and Joey. They did the thing where like the audience is bigger, so they have like little like big TVs actually showing me. And you like the last thing you want to do. You think looking in the mirror is tough? You think seeing yourself on YouTube is tough? Try looking over and seeing um, like a fucking 900-foot version of yourself with all your insecurities exaggerated for the world to see. In the meantime, you have an audience to entertain. Can you keep your mind on your stupid-ass jokes? Yes, you can, because you're a professional. Well, I am anyways. Uh, Woke up in the morning, me and Joey... Mr. Joey Diaz, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Mr. Joey Diaz for having me on this trip. So much fun. I love this guy. And uh, went to D.C., went to the 930 Club. I've always wanted to play the 930 Club. You understand? I've always, ever since I was a kid, um, and I got into skateboarding, and there was like, you know, the punk rock. It was harder to get the punk rock back in the day. And I know I sound old because I am. I've already been cold old today. That's hard to deal with. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Everybody's always talking about the 930 Club up in D.C. It was like a punk rock club back in the day. Dave Grohl played there in his band. Scream or whatever. Whatever the hell he was in. And uh, Bad Brains. All those bands. And there's old Matty Fultron, St. Mary's County Zone. All the local references, just fucking killing it. Even made a reference when I was in Philly to Doylestown, right at the right moment. Local references, buddy. You ever here, Here's a hack trick. And you will be called a hack if you do this. I don't mind if people call me a hack. If you can make a local reference that's accurate, you're going to fucking destroy he knows our area. For some reason, that's really impressive to people. Um, it's actually the easiest thing in the world to do. You look on a map, see what the next town over is, and shit on it. Very old trick. Very old trick. And uh, the, me and my lady the next morning, we watched uh, the Saints. She's a big Saints fan. We watched the Saints game. She wore gold shoes for good luck. Saints won. And then we took the bus back to um, New York City in four short hours with the goddamn bus driver playing Top 40 radio like three feet from my goddamn ear. He's all whistling and shit. Times 5,000 seconds of that. Probably way more. I don't know. I don't want to do the math on that shit. For four hours of that. Then we get home. The cat's in bad shape. We go to the vet. Out late. 
uh, I don't get into that too much. I love this cat. My girlfriend loves this cat, and we got to take it to the vet, and it's tough. And then uh, wake up in the morning, go back to Sirius Radio, and then I'm back here with the podcast to do. As if I was the bus driver. Is anyone still listening to this? Uh, so that's it, really. I mean, that's my whole week. Let me call Craig and see if he's got any cooking, anything cooking. Um. And then we'll call Wendell, and then we'll just call it a fucking day, man. You know, what do you really want? First of all, what do you want out of life? And then once you figure that out, this answer will be way easier. What do you want out of this podcast? Huh? Am I right? I'm about to call Crackers Comedy Club. Can we get some better names for comedy clubs? Crackers. Jesus Christ. What an outdated fucking name. Oh, you want to have me back? I mean, what a great name. They haven't booked me in like five years, so fuck them. Crack ass crackers. Oh, shit. Can you hear that? I can barely hear that. Hey, yo. What? Yo, what up? Hey, man. You at work? Yeah, it's cool. I got out. I need to get off set. <laughs> Where are you working? I'm working at someone's house. Yeah. A former uh, Raiderette. No shit. <laughs> no shit. And How does a Raiderette make enough money to get a house? Because they don't even pay them, do they? Oh, yeah. She married a guy who makes a ton of fucking money. A Raider. Right. It, that shit. No, that's how you do and it. She, you put that ass on TV. Yeah. See if anyone scoops it up. Fucking A right. And Charlie did. <laughs> well, good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good move. They uh, they made two uh, gorgeous daughters, and uh, she's kept it high and tight for quite some time. Well, good for them, man. I'm always glad when uh, beautiful people get their way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Warms my goddamn heart. Laugh all you want. That's what every movie's about. It's like, oh, it's true. I hope these good-looking people can find each other. Right. It's like, oh, you don't know. He was actually trying to call you. That was him that hung up. Oh my god That's why all romantic comedies Are set in the 90s Cause there's gotta be The fucking call and hang up You can't do that On a cell phone Right They'll just call you back well, What did you want to talk about I was just gonna tell you That I, lo- I still loved you Ah eh, uh, Alright I've already been on Tinder And Bumble I've already forgotten about you Right I've already moved I've already moved on I've already moved on Um <laughs> I played a rock club this week, buddy. I don't know if you've ever heard of the 930 Club. You ever heard of this club? No. Where? New York? It's, it was in Washington, D.C. See, I think it was world famous. Here's the thing. Everybody in Maryland oh. and Virginia. Think of, yeah, you know what? I think I heard Henry Rollins talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry Rollins, Bad Brains, all that shit. It was like the yes. punk rock club in Washington, D.C. for the 80s. Yes. And, you right. know, it's still around today. Wow. Yeah. So you you did you did stand up? I did stand up. Joey Diaz played it. 
and okay. I opened up for him. And, okay, uh, so what, you, weren't, you weren't opening for a band. No, I was opening for Joey Diaz. Far out. And, uh, yeah, it was funny. You, like, you play a rock venue, it's not like the sound guy knows to introduce you that well. They were just like, I was sitting okay. there I was sitting there with my girlfriend backstage, and all of a sudden it was like, from, I'm glad I gave him an intro and not just my name, because he goes, from the church of what's happening now, please welcome Matt Fulcheron. I was like, oh, shit, I'm fucking on. And I just You're walked like, up on this I'm stuff. Not. And when you play a rock club, like, it's just like when you go to see a band at a rock club. There are seats, which is a good sign. But people are just right. milling about. People are at the bar, all this stuff. So I'm just showing up playing a bingo hall, essentially. And right. just getting motherfuckers <laughs> in line. I bet. People are just shouting at me in the front, trying, trying to fucking concentrate. Fuck. You know, you just try to concentrate, closing your eyes. Just spitting out lyrics as the best you can. That's too good, dude. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool, though. It was a good. It was a good show. I wasn't embarrassed. That's how I grade comedy shows. They were like, "Was it good?" Well, I wasn't embarrassed, or I was embarrassed. That's how I grade it. I don't care how many people laugh. It's like, did I feel cool or did I feel like a bag of shit? As long as you don't feel like a bag of shit, that is key. That is key. That's and that's why that's comedy it. is break even. Because if everyone tells you you're funny, you're like, thank you. Because you're supposed to be funny. Right. <laughs> but if people tell you you suck, you're like, oh, God, I guess I suck. Oh, God, I just can't. I can't believe people that would physically say that to your face. Oh, they don't tell it to you like that. There's a lot oh, of, yeah. I thought you were funny. You, were you should funny do too. this. How long have you been doing this? We'll keep at it. Keep yeah, yeah, you were funny too. <laughs> I've gotten the you were. Hey, you were funny too. I'm like, hey, fuck you. I had one guy come out and go, "You got a lot of work to do if you want to be the last guy on the bill." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is years ago. Oh my god! I was like, just shut yeah. the fuck up. This guy was a total asshole. I was like, just shut the fuck up. God. Whatever. I got less work to do than him. Right? Yeah. You son of a bitch. Most of the time, it doesn't even bother me anymore. Most of the time, I don't even go and hang out with people afterwards, though, because I don't feel like hearing it. Yeah. Yeah, just go home. Exactly. Just go home. Just, yep, just do your thing, go home. Mm -hmm. There it is. Safe. Yeah. Yep, that's a safe bet. What's up with you, buddy? How's Orange County? What'd you say? How's Orange County? How's the oh. life? How's Newport Beach? You know what? Yeah. It's, um, I can't even I can't even complain about it. Right. Because it's just that's what that's what I like about living in LA. I appreciate where we live. Yeah. It's just it's so much nicer. Oh yeah. And it it's un. Don't you love in the movies when they're like, we're going to L.A. and they're cruising down the street in uh, Beverly Hills with the palm trees. They're right. at the beach. They're at uh, Malibu. Meanwhile, right. take a trip down, I don't know, Melrose and Normandy. It looks like a fucking third right. world country. It totally does. Nothing it but like, like amateur graffiti. And just dirt and trash, traffic, smog. It's the traffic and the piss. 
people selling inflatable baseball bats and like pinatas and everything. No, listen, not shitting on the culture. I'm just saying it's not like in the movies. I, I you know what? I will shit on the culture. Go ahead. This is what we were waiting for. I was setting you up. Go ahead. And it's the one thing where you're driving down the street, like like Vermont in like Sunset area, kind of near where you yeah. your apartment is. Yeah, you're driving and you see you see the swap meet that they have in the soup in the um, fenced off area, right? Yeah. Well, then some motherfucker puts a bunch of stolen shit on the sidewalk that they decided to have their own sidewalk swap meet. <laughs> Outside of the swap meet, yeah, and and you know the cops drive by it and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm just not even yeah deal with that." And whenever I drive, and when I drive by it, I go, "See, this is why Trump's president. People got mad at shit like this. That and like just like dudes tongue kissing each other on TV. They're like, I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, it was." Definitely gay marriage. Gay marriage and just like gay, like regular gay characters on TV. Now, (laughs) don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that bothers me. I'm saying that's how Trump got elected. Right. Right. I'm all about gay marriage, goddammit. If if they want to ruin their lives, then by God, (laughs) let them. I think Paul Morrissey had a great joke about about, uh, when gay marriage got legal. And and then what's it called when you are automatic common law marriage? Yes. He's like, yeah, that's a fuck of a lot of dudes in L.A. because they've been roommates for 10 years and now they're like common law married. <laughs> right. Right. People say roommates forever in L.A. You know what I mean? Like into your 40s right. and 50s and shit. Right. Well, the other thing, you know, when they make marriage legal... One of those people in that relationship was like, ah, oh, fuck. Of course. Now I got to marry this mother. Of course. Yeah. No, it's like, all right, now we're doing this. Exactly. It's like you were exempt. <laughs> One of them's like, we can finally get married. And the other dude's like, yeah, cool. Great. I'm, I'm really excited. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because there probably weren't a lot of formal proposals. It was probably just a guy looking at the other guy going, hey, we should do this, huh? What do you think? Exactly. Exactly. Because I worked a couple couple gay weddings. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like every other wedding, one of them fucking gives a shit, one of them doesn't. That's all there is to it, and and you know right. Oh, you're the man because you don't want to fucking be here right now. Right, right. You don't want to spend the money on this shit. I remember Rappaport going off once it was legal, just going, "Yeah, you're gonna love that divorce. You're gonna love that gay divorce, motherfucker." He's like, "I don't care. Get married. I'm all for it. But wait for that divorce. Wait till you're dividing up your shit." Exactly. <laughs> Wait till you're dividing up your shit. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Hey, dude, so does our does our boy have a job? Who, Eric Wendell? Yeah. Only would I break him off for the Patreon. <laughs> oh. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Why? Have you heard something? 
Well, no, it sounded like he was going to uh, do a drug test and an interview. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for him. I'll have to get to the bottom of it. I got to give him a call. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. That's right, because I group texted you guys. I was only half paying attention. He said that he was going to, he was, he was busy all day. And then Craig wrote, wow, you're going to be up before 4 p.m.? Congratulations. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, he's going to be busy all day. I'm like, what? Because he had to wake up before fucking 4 o'clock and, like, and do something? Dude, he was, you didn't listen to the last podcast, did you? He's out of it. He's, he's like, what? He's out of it. He's staying up till 9 or 10 in the morning. Holy and shit. going to bed, and he one night he slept till eleven thirty at night. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, dude! And he's playing video games the whole time. Jesus Christ! That's the proper response right there. Fuck! You can't do that, dude. Not when you're not when the uh, not when you're not a teen. Like well, that's what I told him. I go, I go, buddy, you're almost 50 and you're doing this? And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not almost 50. I'm like, 45. I'm like, you're 45. That's almost 50. That's almost 50. <laughs> dude, 50 is going to be here. 50 is coming up, dude. It's in the fucking mail. It it's is, stamped dude. and properly addressed, dude, and it's on its fucking way. It's on its way. <laughs> you even got the little fucking dash with the extra four zip code numbers. You're in trouble, dude. Seriously. And so he's I, on the he's on the headset with people too. So he's got like a whole like K hole full of people that are like ruining their lives too. Right. I've hit an age where my um, my driver's license expires every few years. Yeah. Now I have to go in and retest. Right. Get your eye test. Yes. Make sure you're yes. still sane. Yes. Jesus Christ. It's like, God damn it. Yeah, I finally, I think I finally just got my last one in the mail. Like the one where they're like, yeah, we'll just send it to you. They ain't, trust, they ain't trusting me after that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh shit. Um Yeah, I don't think anything else is happening. I've just been yeah. working in people's I mean, houses and shit. Yeah, that's me too, you know. I just like I'm busy as shit, but I don't know what to tell anybody about it. You know, what can what can we tell everybody? I think we already told them. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. I think we already told them all the shit. Yeah, nothing exciting has happened to me. Uh, you know, I've had exciting that, shit happen, and I still don't even know how to make it exciting in a story. You know, well, I, just, I can tell you the details right. and the facts, but you know, I don't know. Right? Yeah my 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 version of uh, exciting is like, oh hey, Ozark season two is out. That's real fucking exciting. Exciting. A little bit of weed, little bit of Ozark. Come on. Come on. Come on. In bed in bed by eleven thirty. Not waking up by eleven thirty. In bed by eleven thirty. Fuck, I've been getting up at fucking has to you know get up and out of the house by four o'clock in the morning. This dude's getting up at nine thirty AM. I mean he's going to bed at nine thirty he's getting up he's he's going to bed at nine thirty AM. Right. Going to bed at nine thirty AM. Right. That's well, just wow. I know. That's 
That's blowing my mind. Dude. Yeah, I couldn't do that if I tried. No, not if I'm not working a graveyard shift. Yeah, not do, not doing anything legal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to call this dude and get to the bottom of what's going on. This should yeah, be very right. interesting. Yeah, they, um, yeah, maybe Target's hiring for Christmas. Oh, shit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't Ouch. hate. I wouldn't hate. Nah, it's a job, yo. Yeah, exactly. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. I will uh, see you later. Say hi to the rich people for me. I'll, I'll high five them, dude. All right, dog. Say hi to uh, DC and New York, yo. I will, buddy. Peace Word. out. All right. Let's get into this with Eric Allen Wendell. So exciting. So goddamn exciting. Seeing what this guy is up to, man. Or not up to. You know what I mean? Either way, it's a home run. Eric Wendell. In my phone, Eric Wendell has three dollar signs on either side of it, either side of it. So it's like extra funny, like he's some kind of baller or some shit. Talk to me. Talk to me. What up? What's going on? So what were you doing today? You had to take a drug test or something? I I don't know. I, I know I, ha- I have an interview. Uh, I'm actually getting ready right now, but I got a, I mean, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't start till three thirty, but I have to be over in El Segundo for it, and I want to make sure like the traffic. And oh yeah, you got to get there early. That's the whole thing. Yeah, like I don't want to take any chance, so I'm gonna be there at three. Um, I have to like get dressed up and shit, and like go to Starbucks still. Yeah, well, you got to go to Starbucks. Some, is that where the job interview is? Stuff with, huh? Is that where the job interview is? Starbucks? No, no, it's for. Uh, it's for an airline contractor at nice. LAX. Nice. They handle uh, they handle groundwork for a bunch of different companies. Well, and good. Stuff. I'm glad you never smoke weed like I told you to. You did the right thing. Uh, well, I mean, I you know, I have no choice. I I, I have to be working somewhere. I'm not I know. near enough. I'm saying. I'm glad you did the right so. thing. I'm saying this at face value. I just hope it works. I mean, I hope, you know, the interview is at 3.30, but the email said I was going to have to go take some tests afterwards. And I'm not clear whether it's a drug test or some, like, computer test somewhere or, or whatever. I guess I'll find out after. So it looks like I'll be over there for at least a, two or three hours. Have you ever so, seen, know. have you ever seen, like, have you ever gone to Starbucks and seen an interview happening at one of the tables, but it's not an interview to work at Starbucks? It's just some dude trying to hire some other dude. No, I've seen people getting interviewed at Starbucks, yeah, because, I mean, I'm there all the time. I feel it's, so bad for those it's people. It's kind of funny how people choose that as an interview spot. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to work for you and you don't even have an office? Suck my dick. Yeah, like, that's that's rather odd. Like, I've seen people doing that before. I, I, I saw see. some company, and this was totally against the rules as far as I know. I saw some fucking, like... I think it was the company that like washes the planes. Like I mean, a lot of people probably Dude, don't know this, but I saw somebody interviewing. It was at Starbucks, and the guy was interviewing the other guy for a job at Coffee Bean. It was fucking stupid. 
Yeah, like I saw this this plane watching company dude showing like guys like the airport video on how to like be safe and secure and shit on his laptop facing everyone in the store so that his fucking three guys could sit there against the wall and watch it. I'm thinking, well, geez, there's the first rule of fucking security right there. Don't show the fucking video from the airport to the entire general public that's at this Starbucks. <laughs> he, he instantly fires the guys for watching it. That was a test. You're not supposed to watch it here. You fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, most people probably had, had, you know, had, had no idea what the fuck they were even doing, but it's just like, come on, dude. Like they don't have an office. Like you said, like what the fuck? So, well, yeah, I don't well, know. So well, we'll see what happens. couple things. I don't want to take up a lot of your time since you got this interview. Number one, how's your sleep schedule? I fixed it right after we talked last time, dude. Like I ended up getting up at like three thirty in the morning the next fucking day. <laughs> uh, so for a couple of days in a row, I was getting up at like four a.m. I was I was there to open up my Starbucks and shit. Like that's awesome, and that's it's a little too extreme though. So I had to fix it. Like today, I got up at like nine thirty or that's something. Good. Or, that's good, but it's still you know, so like, much. It's still so much better. You know, like it's yeah, good. it's a lot better than like getting up at seven p.m. or whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, that just kills you. <laughs> Even getting up at noon, it's like the day's just gone. I mean, and I get a lot of work done when I work up at noon, but still, it's still like, if I ever manage to wake up at 8.30 or 9 in the morning, I feel like a superhero, the amount of shit I get done. Because once, I mean, once it gets dark, better. once it gets dark, it's just over. It's just goddamn over. There's no more work after that. It's I'm weird sorry. how you feel a lot better about being up, like, early. Like, even if I don't get anything accomplished... Just the fact that I got up at nine thirty in the morning, I feel better about myself. <laughs> w, it's a win, it's a victory, it's amazing. Congratulations, buddy! You yeah. you gonna get this job? I I I really should. It's just a contractor. It's not like I I, I mean I don't want to jinx it, but sure. you know, like when I applied at Southwest, I still I had the same amount of experience that I still have now, and Southwest should have hired me. I was unfairly not hired for no fucking good reason. Well, when you're filling out the application, don't put down that you wanted to work for an evil corporation because that's going right, right. to get you in trouble. You only do that when you have the job. That's why I wrote, <laughs> that's why I put that down before. I was already an employee. Why do I right. have to fill out a fucking application again? Right. And that's when you had the purple mohawk, too? Uh, that was after. You're so fucking crazy. Yeah. Purple mohawk. They, they, yeah, they, they. That's when they first started hating me. Was when I had the purple mohawk. That's weird. That was the beginning of their hatred for me, because I decided to support the the surfer kid with the red mohawk. Oh, that's right. Uh, so that was the beginning of their hatred for me because I decided to. They thought that uh, customers were having a adverse experience because of my purple hair. Like someone sitting on the plane looks out the window and says, "Oh." Oh, fuck, guys. <laughs> we got to cancel our flight. This guy has purple hair. There's no way we can uh, fly on this airline. Like I did once complain he, he, about a baggage handler that had torn jeans. I was like, this <laughs> this is not cool anymore. That is so 2006. <laughs> fire right, that guy. Right. I went on Yelp.com and got fired. Yeah. That's understandable, yeah. you know. But, you know, what What people complain about is if you're throwing their bags out there. That's what they care about. Right. Like, they don't give a fuck what your hair looks like. And that's something a lot of people don't realize either. Because, like, I've been on a plane before, 
and I don't always, you know, I didn't always have a badge on or whatever. So no one really knew I was an employee. And I've had people sitting next to me, like complaining, like, Oh God, I can't believe it fell on my bag like that. And the guy is like grabbing a bag out of the cart and, and just tossing it onto the, the baggage belt to go onto the plane. And that's, that's fucking standard operating procedure right there. Like I, I, if people are, let me, let me do a newsflash for everyone that's ever fucking flown before. Please, and the general Wendell, public that listens to this. Don't hurt them. Uh, if you think people are grabbing your bags and gently placing them somewhere, anywhere in this entire operation of how it happens, you are completely incorrect and just delusional. That does so, not happen. That's how my bong broke. Yeah. Yeah, do not put something electronic, something you care about, inside of a <laughs> yeah. checked fucking yeah. bag. You know, ever. you know what was uh, <laughs> that just got checked? Is <laughs> the fucking podcast equipment <laughs> was just checked and thrown around a fucking airport? Yeah, like if you're going to take layover. something like that, yeah, <laughs> you need to wrap it up in like bubble wrap and surround that bubble wrap with fucking newspapers. Not the full charge power hour, baby. Foam. Not the like, full charge power hour. This shit got yeah, thrown like around, thrashed around the room like a goddamn rodeo. You, you'd be better off, and I know people that I, that I work, used to work with at the airlines to do this. You'd be better off going to FedEx or UPS and having them package something like that up for you and ship it to where the fuck you're going well, yeah, and cause then fly it's like, without it. Because it's like 25 bucks nowadays at the very least. Well, yeah, it's not cheap. I mean, the reason the reason airline people do it is because they get a discount at FedEx and other places, so it doesn't cost them as much. But, uh, I mean, you'd be better off. Your stuff will show up. Like, you know, you shouldn't be packing stuff that's fragile in your check bag. Like, your fragile stuff should be in your carry-on. Well, I wish we had your this conversation two weeks ago. Huh? I wish we had this conversation a week ago. Because I just, put, right. I just well, put this mixer and all the microphones through a goddamn fucking spin cycle in a dryer, essentially. I mean, over the course of 300 episodes, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before, probably. But go ahead. You know, I mean, that's just a just a little helpful hint to people out there. If you have something you care about, put it in your check bag. Your 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 you know your I'm not your check bag. Your carry on. Your check bag should be full of clothes. You know, bathroom supplies. And stuff knowing that you don't really give a shit about is half the battle. What right. uh, what are you going to review this week? Dude, I have been, uh, I, I, I didn't even have time to go to a movie. I, I've been, uh, I've been busy binge watching, uh, the new season of Ozark and I just finished it last night. Well, no spoilers, buddy. I ain't seen it. Um, all. dude, it's so, yeah, I won't give out any spoilers, but, uh, very good. I can see you. I mean, fucking Bateman. So great. I can see you going out. Humor. I can see you going out with that little girl. From the mountains, from the Appalachians. Yeah, like, hey, Jason Bateman, you better give me a better job. I'm gonna need his job. <laughs> she got that heavy yeah. accent. Dude, she she plays it pretty fucking good. Yeah, you know, because that <clears throat> I forget. You know, I knew I recognized that chick from somewhere. What's she from? And I looked she her up in? on IMDb. Huh? What's she in besides that? She uh, she played uh. She played a diplomat's daughter in uh, The Americans uh-huh. uh, for several episodes, at least. Uh-huh. You know? 
And so she's, you know, she's really cute and everything. I just, My daddy's you know, a diplomat. Her. I can do whatever I want. Rules don't apply to me. Did she talk like that in the Americans too? No, no, she didn't talk anything like that. You know, I just go to the show. Like, I don't know how people do that. You know, I, I see these actors and they can fucking like what have, I just like, did. Hardcore, like British or Australian accents, and they just jump into a role and they sound like her. Like, I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, the I don't British, know. British, the British are very good at it. Like, I know if I yeah. went to England and pretended to have an English accent, they would punch me in the fucking face. Like, they'd right. be able to see right through it. Right. I don't know how they do it. How do they do American so good? So easy. That's so crazy. I'd be in over in England like, good day, mate. <laughs> right. Maybe like, yeah, I guess some bangers and mash then. They'd be like, <laughs> fuck you. Well, you ain't eating today. Good day. For starters, good day, man, is Australian. Yeah, I'm a comedian. So. I just made a fucking joke. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 shit. That's yeah. right. My bad. Technically, <laughs> technically, I am a professional comedian. Dude. Technically. You know? I get paid. I get paid to do comedy. Te- technically. Oh, dear. I saw your post on Instagram about being at the 930 Club. That's pretty up? fucking awesome. Explain to the audience what's so cool about that. Because Craig didn't really know. Well, the 930 Club is like the... CBGB of Washington, D.C. Now you're talking. Basically. Now you're talking. Keep going. I mean, you know, the, every fucking, like, all the punk bands, like, like Minor Threat got started there, I think, if I remember right. Like, a lot of punk bands. Like, you Bad know, Brains. Went there. Lots of bands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all, all kinds of bands. All the touring, but, yeah. all, all the bands that were touring through D.C., that's where they all played. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Well, good. I'm glad you're I backing mean, me up on this. Because I was oh, yeah, like, no, that was Craig, really cool. Craig likes all this punk rock. And I'm like, Craig, what do you think about that? And he was like, never heard of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's oh, a, he's yeah. heard of it, but it's not the same thing. To us, it's like the club. Right? Like to me and you, it's like the club. Right. I mean, it's it's not as world-renowned known, I guess, as like CBG or as far as like what we're into, right. like as skateboard kids back in the day, it was the club. Oh, right. Exactly. I mean, I, you know, everyone used to go there for shows. Like, used to go right down the street and go to that fucking club, The Vault, and or The Fifth Column, or whatever they kept changing the, the name column. of it, too. Yeah, I went to that shit. I went to, Dude, the, yeah, fuck I yeah. went to tracks with the Surgeon General of the United States of America. Did you, you know, know that? I used to go to tracks. I got dude. hammered. Huh? I got hammered. With the Surgeon yeah, General. I got hammered, and then I got robbed at gunpoint outside when I was leaving. So oh, that's right. Go. That's like one of the first stories in the Crab Feast. <laughs> that's the downside of having your club in Southeast D.C. <laughs> where the rent's cheap. Your patrons will get robbed at gunpoint when they leave or come to your club. I don't want no quarter, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no quarter, bitch. There was an old drop on this uh, podcast. I don't want no quarter, yeah. bitch. <laughs> I mean... Uh, you know, our our friend Mark Smith almost got us killed being a smartass, and we never even, didn't even really realize it at the time. I guess. Yeah, you don't you don't realize how mortal you are when you're that young. No, no, no. I mean, and that shit should that just goes to show you uh, how bad of a fucking car a Renault Alliance is. Because that's what I was driving. And the thought of them stealing my car never even crossed their fucking minds because it's that big of a piece of shit. Yeah. They wanted to take the cash or credit cards out of our pockets and leave. They didn't want any part of that pile of shit I was driving. 
Fucking sad. Dude, now we're telling old stories that I know we've told on this podcast before. But one time, we we rode up to from St. Mary's County to go hang out in D.C. And then one, this one dude's like, "Yo, you got anything to eat?" And uh, and we're like, "No, we don't have anything." He's like, "All right, step, just step." <laughs> Told us to step. Well, <laughs> dude, he's really upset. I mean, you didn't have any food. God damn it! Should have had some Cheetos on me or something. I mean, I guess you got to be rolling around town with a ham sandwich in your pocket or something. Just you know? in case. All right, what are you going to review as a movie? I don't want to hold you up. I don't want you to. I want you to get to this job uh, interview. Well, I'm I'm still reviewing Ozark because I didn't get a chance to go to a movie this week. Unfortunately. All right, what are you going to say about this Ozark um, without giving away the plot? I don't remember if I brought it up. I don't remember if I brought it up, but uh, our friend that does the the FCPH uh, joke. Uh, yeah. Twitter feed. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, he was very nice and sent me an AMC gift card. It's uh, Kelsey. And, and to my email. Kelsey Robertson, right? Yeah. And uh, what did he send I, you? I, what I did he send you? To go fucking, I got, I got to fucking print that shit out and go fucking turn that shit in. I keep fucking forgetting about it. So what, did I use send, that. what did he send you? He, <clears throat> I think it was like twenty five bucks. I got to pull up the email. He sent it to me weeks ago. On a gift card or just twenty five bucks? Huh? He sent you a gift card. Did he send you twenty five bucks? What did he send you? Oh no, it's uh, it's a some kind of printable AMC gift card on, to my email that I would have to print out, but I don't have a printer, so I'm gonna go to AMC uh, with the email, and uh, hopefully I can just scan it or something. You know what I mean? All right, like right from the email. Ozark season two. So I wanted two. to thank him for that because I totally forgot. I don't think I brought it up. I think I forgot. Yeah, shouts um, out. He's going through the bad episodes now. He's up to like so almost three hundred episodes. He listens to one or two podcasts a day, and he writes down a quote from each one on Twitter. That's awesome. FCPH jokes, right? At FCPH yeah. jokes or daily jokes or something like that. It's let me let me try and pull it up because I forgot. Actually, we should, we should plug him. We definitely should. Uh, he probably has something out there right now that I haven't looked at. Like, cause he's always putting something out there. And it's really awesome because, uh, you know, not everyone's listened to every episode. Here it is right here. FC, right at the top of my newsfeed, 21 hours ago, FCPH Daily Jokes, all one word. All right. Everybody follow and, uh, this guy if you're a fan of this podcast. And yeah, then maybe throw in your own favorite quotes that you like from the podcast. And then he'll retweet them and blah, 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 blah. What are you giving Ozark Season 2? What am I getting what? Ozark Season 2. What do you give this TV show? Oh, oh dude, it was so great. Like, <laughs> I couldn't stop watching it. Like, I, 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 I couldn't stop binge watching it. I started falling asleep, and I was, like, fucking pissed because I was, like, too tired to stay awake to keep watching it. So I was like, fuck, I'll have to watch it tomorrow. I went to bed. I get back up. Like I'm looking well, there's forward no to, like, reason I to keep telling a story. Eric Wendell ain't even watching no more. <laughs> Did she look at the camera and say that when you were sleeping? Ah, uh, dude, that would have been pretty cool. But no, she didn't, she didn't do that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really is, it dude. It's so good. Like you know, there's every you know every couple episodes or so there there'll be like just the great like dry delivery line from Damon, like some just fucking under the breath joke. It's just fucking gold, you know, just, you know, classic Bateman. And, and, and it's classic. just, it's, 
the shit is just getting fucking real on that show, dude. Like, like I get lost. So you know, much shady shit going down. Like, just when you think they're about to like pull ahead and get away from some some fucked up situation, some other fucked up situation happens like right away and drags them back down, dude. It's so fucking brutal. Yeah, it's but like a Rubik's cube. Every time they yeah. line up a couple colors, another one gets thrown out. I can't imagine having the fucking, like, his character, the way he had, the way his character, like, organizes and, like, basically controls all facets of everyone's life somehow and keeps track of all this shit. I can't even imagine being able to do that. No one's asking you to do that. Just show up on time for the job interview and see what happens. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. But uh, it's very good. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to give out any spoilers. There's a lot of, uh, the not. one thing I will say, and it's, it's not really a spoiler, but if you don't want to hear anything about it, I guess you don't have to listen, but, uh, it, you know, there's several shady, disparaging shithole characters on that show, right? Yeah. People you wouldn't mind seeing get blown the fuck away, you right. know, and, and get some Ozark justice. I will tell you that at least one person. No, don't tell me anything. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to say anything about who it is. I'm just saying there's several. I'm just saying there's several people like that that deserve that kind of outcome. Well, Wendell, might, there's only so many bad guys on the show. There's Come on, man. Bad guys. Come on. I don't want to hear anything about it. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just saying there's several bad guys. There's several, you don't think there's several? There's several, but there's, they, you know, there's only so many bad guys. All right, good All right, enough, well, good enough. I just wanted to stop you there. I won't, I've say, anything else, like... I won't say anything else. you, you got to watch it. I, I Googled immediately afterwards, like, they greenlit a season three. Like, Bateman claims he's going to be doing it for a while, so it's not a definite announcement from Netflix that there's going to be a season three next summer, but I can't imagine them not having a season three. It's really good. I hope it comes back. So five ice cream I like when, for me. Uh, I like when Job does that magic show. That is the shit, right? Wait, what? When Job does the magic show and makes the yacht disappear? Job, I don't remember that. You, you, you confused me on this one. I think that was on Arrested Development. My bad. Oh, you know, I never saw all of that. I got to watch that, too. Well, you need to binge That's watch that. That's another Breaking Bad don't, don't, show I need to watch. Don't bother with uh, season four and five, but seasons one through three? Holy shit, Wendell. You're going to crack up. I've always heard great things about it, but I always forgot to, like, check it out. Like, I... Where is that? Is that on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Start watching it and start cracking up. You'll be cracking up. You like cracking up? check that out. You like cracking up? Oh, I love cracking up. You'll be cracking up. I love cracking up. I just told you there's a magician played by Will Arnett. I mean, what else do you need? No, I. You're right. I should have watched it a long time ago. Yeah, I, I, I ain't mad at you. I, I'm just saying, enjoy just yourself. I'm jealous. It. I'm jealous of you, because I'd love to watch it for the first time right now. Dude, I'm going to check it out, dude. And That'll be the next thing. This I'm show is so funny. You got to watch every episode at least twice to get all the jokes. I'm not lying. Wow. I am not lying. This packs right. with jokes. I mean, that's that's a bold statement. Uh, I will check it out. I will check it out. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, Break a I leg. mean, unfortunately, what? Unfortunately, it's like one twenty, so I don't have much yeah. time left. I gotta get, go get that job, get dude. Going. Give yourself plenty of time. I don't want to hold you up. All right. Yeah, I want. I need this job, dude. We I need you to out. have this job. We need you in business. That's right, dude. I gotta pay some. The bills. Patreon only pays so much. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, dude. I'm counting on that to pay my rent this month, next month. Well, you're in Hopefully trouble. That comes soon. So. You're in trouble because I'm getting about 250 total right now, and I got to divvy oh, it up man. between me, you, and Craig. Dude, all right, all right, people, start donating thousands of dollars right away. I got baby needs new shoes. Got to pay rent. Yeah, uh, he needs that purple hair dye. Teamwork. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, I never heard that one before, but I like it. <laughs> I had a first AD that said that for 30 days straight every day on a fucking movie that I was working on. I wanted to stab myself. But it did make the dream work, though, didn't it? Uh, it made me want to fucking end his dream in a fucking hole in the desert. Teamwork. You're shooting in Lancaster. Teamwork <laughs> makes the nightmare start. So hold on. This, this is the one where, like, the actress called the director daddy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was great. How do I look, yeah. Daddy? Uh, no, she called the first day to see that. Because daddy. after every take, she would ask him to play it back on the monitor play on the back, camera. Daddy. She was like, how was that, Daddy? Do I look sad, Daddy? How does my belly look, belly, my belly button look, Daddy? daddy. Oh, is that looking good, Daddy? Like, <laughs> I love it. It was I so great, dude. I know a guy had a girlfriend. She was from North Carolina. And she was really attractive. And when she saw, whenever she saw anybody, she'd go, hi, daddy. And it's like, you just couldn't take it. Because she was so hot, but she was our friend's girlfriend. Going, hey, daddy. Too well, much, see, sounds, Too much. That sounds like cute and entertaining. Oh, it this was. This chick was just over the top. This chick was like annoying the way yeah. she did it. Like, it was just ridiculous. It was so great. Like, it, Every time, like, <laughs> during the takes and shit, <clears throat> I'd switch to Channel 6 because camera, on a regular set, camera's always on Channel 6. So I'd always switch to Channel 6 and, like, mutter under under my breath, you know, so no one else could hear except him. I'd be like, be like how is that, Daddy? Daddy. <laughs> and the first day, he'd be, like, cracking up on Dolly and shit, <laughs> like, trying to keep from laughing during the take and stuff. It was uh -huh. great. All right, Good put time. on a tie, and uh, see you later, Daddy. <laughs> is it cool uh, if I call you? Yeah. Is it cool if I call you daddy? Uh, Are you comfortable yeah, I don't with know that? About that? Okay. I don't, I'm not. I'm not too sold on that. I, All I right. Don't know. It's a little weird. All right. We'll stick with weird. fam because daddy's just another way to say fam where I come from. But we'll there stick with fam. Peace there out, fam. Yeah, peace, yeah, peace out, fam. Peace out, daddy. Peace out, I mean, fam. <laughs> you are so right, uncomfortable later. with that. All right, later. <laughs> Break a leg, dude. We want you to get this job. Right, thanks, man. Later. Peace. All right, that's going to do it for the Full Charge Power Hour. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you're in California, now's your chance to see old Fully, old Chargy, old Full Charge, Brea, Ukiah, Mill Valley, San Francisco. What else do you want from me? Come see me. All right. And, uh, and pledge on Patreon so Wendell can get some new shoes. All right, later.